Welcome to the James Exchange, Friday Forward, September 24th, 2021. I am your host, Nancy Gill. In today's episode, I had a conversation with Hazel. She is 10 years old and is an avid supporter of Scottsville and Surrounds. As I continue to build out this podcast, I will be speaking with more of our young residents on issues that are important to them. So I want to welcome Hazel and could you tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm Hazel, and I'm 10 years old. I live in Rockport, Massachusetts, and I really like animals and plants and things like that. So you really like animals. Do you have any pets? I have two cats and a hamster. And you have a special pet who visits you. Yes. Uh, His name's Jeff, and he's a dog. And where does he live? He lives in Scottsville, Virginia. So tell me, have you ever been to Scottsville? In fact, I have. How many times? Twice. Do you remember the first time that you came? Uh, I remember some activities like horseback riding at this horse ranch I went to. Fear Hunt Farm with Rebecca? Yeah. And was that fun? It was really fun. And is Rebecca a good teacher? She's an excellent teacher, and she taught me how to brush the horses and ride them and lead them around the horse like fenced-in area. So that was your first visit to Scottsville. Tell me about your second visit. Why did you come to Scottsville for your second visit? I loved it so much at my last visit that for my birthday, I asked my mom if I could come visit Scottsville. And she said, of course. And so we came up around like... It was June? Yeah, around June. And we um, had a lot of fun. There was like this llama thing where you can go on a walk and you could lead a llama with like a lead rope. And it was just so much fun. It was also a like history walk kind of thing. There was like a big tree that had some like history. I think it's the six tallest in the world no in the state of virginia it's a pin oak and it's the sixth tallest in the state of virginia Hmm. now who was our hostess on the llama walk um the person who runs the llama walking place is named Paige, and her family lives on the llama walking place you chose a very particular llama, if I remember correctly. Yes, I chose, I think his name was Hippogriff or something. No, or, I think maybe something from, oh gosh. Harry I Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter. The G began with a G maybe? Gryffindor. There you go. So tell me about the markings on this particular llama that you liked yes, so much. I chose him because he was a redhead, 
like supposedly of all the llamas there were brown llamas white llamas tan colored llamas llamas with spots he had like really pretty markings of spots that were black and white and redhead color and did he behave for you on the walk most of the time and did you behave on the walk <laughs> and what does that silence mean? Mostly? Mostly, kind of, <laughs> sort of. Okay, so moving on. So that was the very first thing that we did when you came to Scottsville. So I picked you up at the train station Monday evening, and bright and early Tuesday, we went to Paige's, the Lower Sherwood farm. It's a llama farm that um, Paige runs. And how many llamas does she have? Like 20. 20, I think it's closer to 50. Yeah, like 20 males and like 30 females. <laughs> she has a lot, doesn't she? And like at the time I visited, there was a baby llama that was like just as tall as I was. And it was adorable. Yeah. Llamas are humongous. Yeah. I, I guess your parents would not let you have a pet llama. Definitely not. They're still thinking about birds. Yep. <laughs> so moving on, tell us what else you did in Scottsville. There's a big bee store. Mm-hmm. And Scottsville's basically like very attracted to bees, like bees are attracted to honey. Yeah, and there's like a whole big store with like you can buy honeycombs and beehive things and just and things themed bee. Mm -hmm. And that's was. called the Scottsville Supply Company. <laughs> All things bees. Yep. We also went thinking we stopped by a really small building and we went inside. And I think it's our police station. Yes, the police station would be like the size of a walk-in closet. That's a pretty big <laughs> closet. <laughs> Well, it's smaller than a house room. Oh, so. oh so, so first we went into the police station, and I introduced you to Chief Volwinkle, and then he took you over to the old jail, and that's the one that is like a large walk-in closet. Yeah, the jail is ti tiny. It's like the... <laughs> I even took a picture behind the bars. Yes. So, but you had a good conversation with Chief. Yeah. He texted me after we left and he said that it was very pleasant and he really appreciated your visit. He said it made his day. Well, that's good. So then we would go out to eat. Yes. And we went to this restaurant called The Bateau. And it was some of the best food I ever ate in my life. What was your favorite? There were these little things I called bagel bites, where uh, were like little slices of um, like crunchy bread, mm -hmm. and with cream cheese and locks on top, and mm -hmm. it was delicious. And you, I think you had that twice. Yeah. Yeah, you really liked that. Yeah. So you recommend that. Mm -hmm. So you didn't get to stay in Scottsville very long because I picked you up again Monday night and I dropped you off at the train station on Friday morning. 
But you also, I believe we took a side trip to Goochland County to a farm where perhaps my brother lives? Yes, there, there's a farm and it had chickens and horses and goats. <laughs> there were so many goats and there was the cutest little baby goat. And it's like a very rural area and it's just so much fun to be at Scottsville because it's just filled with adventure and opportunity to see things that like baby goats i mean <laughs> baby goats you've got to love baby goats yeah so would you come back to scottsville definitely and i understand that you actually had covid yeah i had covid and at first we really didn't know that i had it and i had to get tested for school reasons and after the test came back positive, I had to go into quarantine for two weeks because it was like more towards the start of the pandemic. And in that time, I, it was very sad because I was separated from my family. But um, being 10 years old and younger, kids have stronger immune systems than some grown-ups and so it would be easier for children like me to handle it because um, I think the worst I got was stomach bug and a headache and that was at its worst. Well I'm glad that you weren't very sick with it. So I know you're very much interested in nature and animals and birds and all that. What is your favorite subject in school? Uh, my favorite subject in school is science and nature. We do science class outside most of the time, and it's cool to watch caterpillars and, like, during school right now, I'm currently in school, and there are the first graders caught um, ca monarch caterpillars, and the and yesterday, because today is um, Saturday, so yesterday was Friday. I saw one of the caterpillars crawling up to the top of the cage, getting ready to chrysalis. To chrysalis, what does that mean? To metamorphosize or something. <laughs> Into a butterfly? Yes. And hopefully, like, I don't know how much time it takes for monarch butterflies to become butterflies. I usually, every year, my family does painted lady butterfly caterpillars into butterfly things and... I released them around for my mother's birthday. And that would be in May. Yeah. So, Hazel, is there anything else that you would like to tell us? Um, no, I think that covers it. Okay, well, thank you for being a part of the James Exchange. It was a blast to be here. <laughs> and we'll talk later. See you then. Bye. Bye.
And now for weekend events. Hardware Hills, formerly Thistlegate Vineyards, is having Friday night music at the vineyard. This week, they are featuring Shaboom. They will be open from 3 to 8 p.m. If you haven't met Andrea and Rob Nichols, stop on by and welcome them to the community. They invite you to come watch the sunset with them. And Hardware Hills is celebrating their grand opening on Saturday from 11 o'clock to 6 o'clock p.m. There will be food and music by the crowd-pleasing Midlife Crisis Band. Community Day at the Park is in Esmont, across from the Yancey Community Center, and it goes from 2 o'clock to 6 o'clock. This event is sponsored by Albemarle County's Park and Rec and Police Departments. Activities include free throw contest, three-point contest, tennis tutorials, arts and crafts, music, and much more. Children's Fall Festival with the Methodist Church is also on Saturday from 2.30 to 5.30 at Mount Zion United Methodist Church in Esmont. They will have arts and crafts, pumpkin activities, a cakewalk, an obstacle course, a scavenger hunt, games, and a petting zoo. The address there is 2620 Mount Zion Road in Esmont. And also on Saturday, Valley Streetscapes exhibition opens starting at 4 o'clock. Aaron Root, SCAN director, is excited to have 14 artists participating. The SCAN group and artists have been working on storefront art installs for the past week. Matt Lawless reported that this event is the kickoff for the new ABC ruling for drinks in public spaces. The Bateau, Tavern, Amici's, and the James River Brewery are participating. The rule is each business must serve drinks in a glass from their own establishment. The Brass Quintet and Case play at Canal Basin Square on Sunday starting at 7 o'clock. The Brass Quintet and the Charlottesville Albemarle Saxophone Ensemble will be performing a concert of a wide variety of music, jazz, folk, classical, pop, and more. The concert is free to the general public and takes place at Canal Basin Square in Scottsville. Bring a chair or a blanket and enjoy the music. Should there be rain, the concert will move to the Farmer's Market Pavilion. And on October the 1st, you can bring your family to an outdoor viewing of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe at St. Stephen's in Esmont starting at 7.30. I hope you enjoyed today's show and I will be back Monday. Have a great weekend.